Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we have two special guests with us. We have Mr. John Spalick here. Hello, hello, hello. Returning to the show. Returning to the show. Was on the show before. And we have the award-winning producer. (laughs) Prestigious award Chris DiCola with us right here. We speak of him very often on the show. We talk about him a lot. He comes up because there's a lot of people that... Chris produces for that mm-hmm. actually make it onto the show. So he's usually brought up in a lot of conversation this year. He's recognized with the award from the Cleveland music awards. Yep. And congratulations, Chris, for that. Oh, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here on your award winning show. Oh, my yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, John and I have done some of the most creative stuff that I've done in the studio and it's just an absolute blast working with him. So I'm stoked to be here and just hear about his yeah. story and, yeah. you know, and that's why, talk and, about really, the process. and really, I just wanted to bring that up. But, but the real reason Chris is here is because John is putting out something different. The first time you were on here was with the angered. Right. And since then the Angered's moved on. I, don't, yeah, I guess there's no more angered. Right. And you um, have to be angry to make angry music. And you were making it. Yeah. And that was a good, I mean, that album was the, was a yeah. very angry album. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I really liked it. We brought uh, you on the show. It was, I nothing thought it was fake really, about it. Um, so now you, and, and, and we talked about your rap that you were doing, you were doing a lot of rap at that time before that, up mm-hmm. until then, since then, mm-hmm. it's part of your thing. Now you're doing a thing called fool on the hill. And I love it. It's kind of, it's, 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 you know, you explain it to me. What you, what you, how you would describe it? Um, I have an obsession with the late '60s, early '70s. I really like some of the rhythms from that time, and I'm a history buff when it comes to music in general. And so I know enough about music to know that everything's a circle. Everything comes back around eventually. You yeah. know, the rock and roll is the blues sped up. And you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And um, I feel like some of those rhythms and other things have kind of, they're still used, but I just am going to use them in an interesting way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the bump, 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 bump. You know, a lot of rhythms that people don't really tend to go around much anymore. Yeah, right. And and it's in, how do I describe it? It's kind of on a hardcore vein sometimes, some of the stuff you do. Um, well, remember, almost anything I ever do ends up in the hardcore range, but... I mean, but remember, if I remember right, I, I described your voice somewhat... Um, like Milano from right. SOD. Right. This is different. This I mean, I li- use it, but. Yeah, yeah, but you still do get a little angry in your voice mm-hmm. because that's part of what you do. That's it's just, who I am. you have a, you have a, a, a pretty slick delivery that way where yeah. you really, inf- you're yeah. emotionally, you inflect that in your voice yeah. well. Right? It took I mean, a long time to find it, quite honestly. I didn't find that voice at all. I sounded like every other person that doesn't really approach the mic right up until about five years ago. When I came here and started making that Angered album, I realized that my voice, you know, you can't use a rap voice and start screaming, you know, the things that I was screaming. So I start going in the booth and my friend Chris uh, Long starts telling me, well, try and go with Batman. Before you start saying anything, say, I'm Batman. As silly as that freaking sounds, I started doing it. I started adding that growl and that, you know, other tone. Um, With the angered, it was all that tone. Yeah, right. Now I've worked it into, you know, this is the music that I'm going to make the rest of my life. 
you know, this rhythm, this you found that you, you think right, you found this type of feel, this type of someone's going to get up and dance to it at the right time and so on and so forth. It's It's got more of a, a you know, a rhythm to it. And so using that voice has become a part of what we it's, do. It's and almost not a the, character that yeah. you can pull yeah. out if you yeah. want to through yeah. how you, you mm-hmm. control it. Mm-hmm. So let me, okay, so let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So you've, you're, you're just, you're, is, is the album out? Yes. So when you, the very first time that you went to see Chris about this album, what was that session like? <laughs> the thing I do with Chris is, I, Chris is a super creative person. Um, but he sits and makes music all day. So to ask him to just be, you know, we'll start making me something. It's kind of hard to do. He's been creating all day. He's been whatever. So I like to offer him, how, how would you, um, rhythms? We I, listen I think, to other music. And roadmaps is what you give me. We, we listen yeah. to songs and it's so refreshing to have you come in. And like I, like I say, like he's a producer too. Like he knows yeah. what what's attainable for us and what's in our wheelhouse. And he'll come in and say, hey, here's a song that pretty much nobody's ever heard. I just found it on the internet. Listen to this. What about something like this? And I swear it takes 15, 20 seconds. Every now and then there's one where it's like, yeah, you know what? What else do we have? Sometimes we want to cycle through a few, but most of the time it's like 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can come up with a riff that's kind of similar to that. We'll we'll use kind of a similar rhythm, and then the rest is just kind of improv, free form. Right. Just we let it all come. It from there. It, it's so much fun doing to for him to come in and be like, "Hey, here's your roadmap, bud." It's like, all right, fire up. No kidding. It's one of the number one things that the musicians enjoy about working with me because usually mm-hmm. when they come in, it's like, "Okay, here, do this, do this," and then you know we're going to ask you to do this. When they work with me, I'm like, I don't know what do you want to do, man. What are you good at? You know, come up with something. Come up with something. And you believe, and you got, and you do have a, a well-rounded group of guys here that can play some. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They can, I you, didn't know it as I was assembling those people. What you know, their yeah. rank among the hierarchy was. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Right? I, I mean, just know music. Yeah, right. You know, I know music. The first time I I heard Kenny, I joke with Kenny. I stalked him. There's no other word for it. I stalked Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's uh, the drummer. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny right. right. I stalked Kenny until he said yes to do my drums on the Angered album. Came, yeah, on the, he was on the Angered album, and yes. he's also doing this with you too. The full. Well, now album. we're you know again. Right. I keep feeding him interesting stuff, and you know it's yeah. it's a good relationship. So, mm-hmm. we talked. We touched on some stuff with you as far as as far as your past and mm-hmm. some of the things that got you here and some of the things you had to endure and stuff that you know that, that you you got through mm-hmm. we didn't really touch we you know like there was a lot of people here and we were all talking about a lot of things it was mostly about the angered but mm-hmm. tell tell the people a little bit about you and what 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 happened to you years before well, the funniest thing is let's even just quickly talk about the anchored i'm surprised more people that more people weren't scared by that. <laughs> by, by the what the, the, the music <laughs> Um, I'm an honest person. When you listen to my music for a, in a general sense, I'm not making up stories. I'm not deciding like, well, that'll sound good. So let me do that. Yeah. It's me deciding, you know, I want to talk about this. And so that's what I do. Oh, I see. So, so yeah. you know, the fact that if you listen to some of that, there's some scary shit. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to it. Yeah, because you have, but you also had the lyric videos out there and stuff. Yeah, right, so right. You can you can. Re-watch. I was in a very dark place. Yeah, um, I had it's a brain good music tumor. Though, 
I had a brain tumor quite a while ago now, but after the brain tumor, I kind of thought that like once they took it out, like life's going to go back to normal. And that's not at all what happened. No. (laughs) That was like the start of the, you know, like downward fall, I guess you would say. I, up until the point of coming to this studio and working with Jake, I had gone through a time of almost three to four years that I just stopped leaving the house. We're talking about Jake Jekyll. Jake Jekyll. The, the, the other. Right. Jake Jekyll. He was here the last Signal time. Flow. Right. The founder. Yeah, um, the founder. I had given up on life. I stopped leaving the house. I was having panic attacks. I was, you know, suicidal is the only other word to put it. You know, I was. There's no question. Um... I knew I had to start getting out of the house, and so I don't bowl. I don't, you know, so on and so forth. Well, maybe I'll try music again. My friend Chris Long had made friends with Bittersweet Revenge. Um, at the time, he was friends with Mark and all of them. I started hanging around the studio, and Mark said, well, you probably want to go with Jake. Jake's a little bit more hip-hop, you know, at the time, so on and so forth. And the relationship started. And now here we are all this time later. These guys, I have no problem with saying that they're they're a big part of why John is still here today. <laughs> Who, you're talking about the Signal Flow Jake, guys? You know, the support that I got yeah. from them. You know, I questioned everything. I'm the old guy in a building. You know, I'm 50. These guys are 20-something or, you know, early 30s. But to get the recognition, like you said, you know, even when I started questioning myself early, you know, well, you got you got Kenny. You got Angel. Yeah. You know, if you were nobody, dude, these guys wouldn't be around. That's you know, point. they don't they don't just show up because they, you know. It's a great point. I mean, that's a great point. And, you know, we all, everybody in this in this life gets confidence or whatever from all kinds of different things. But that is the number one way to do it, right? When yeah. when somebody who do, does something very well kind of endorses you in yeah. some way, right. Th- right. how much more confidence can you get than that? The greatest, one of the greatest feelings and moments of my life will be forever remembered in my head. This past Christmas, it's 3.30 in the morning and my phone starts ringing. I think it's one of my knucklehead friends. You know, he's <laughs> one of my friends is partying and now he wants to, you know. Yeah. So I'm pissed off. What the hell are you calling me at 3.30 in the morning? You know, yeah. I answer the phone. It's Kenny. Kenny's different. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, John. Man, I just got to tell you, John, I was listening to that stuff we were just doing in the studio the other day. Man, John, John, if any other big band released that song, that's a hit record. That's <laughs> See, a there hit you go. record. That's endorsement. Right. And, and and he has no reason in the world to do that except he was kind of like, he heard it, it, he was taken aback by it, and he had to, he had to call yeah. you. It's yeah. like, he, you know. He was... A, he yeah. drunk at the end of the night, wow. put his headphones. Well, no, he was drunk. Oh, I know, uh, <laughs> but I mean, that didn't matter. That was part of the great part of the call. But, um, you know, again, it was just that, uh, you know, it's great to be acknowledged by your peers. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially ones like Kenny. And, and, and it helped get you through a pretty traumatic time. Yeah. Pretty yeah. unbelievably traumatic time, right? You know, it, it, the brain thing and all that, that was the first time that I'd ever questioned life for you know i was always in kind of like the fast lane 
you go to work, you get up, you do this, you do that, you do, you know. All of a sudden, you had way down, You know, like, I go back to the day I found out, the doctor's like, well, John, I mean, you're basically a healthy guy. You got a good blood pressure, you got this. But we did find a golf ball-sized tumor on the left side of your brain. That's how they told you? Yeah. Yeah. Golf ball? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, Wow. I got a scar from here all the way down to here. Wow. It took about five to seven years for my face to, like, go back and stop. I just recently got new glasses because up until recently, like, they were all twisted because my face was twisted. Oh, shit. Really? They, they morph? They sort of, like, yeah. conform to your facial features? So, like, I would take them off. I'm like, you want to know how crooked my face is? And I would take them off and show, you know, like, this one's way over here, this one's over here, and I just slipped them right back <laughs> And And, you know... That's wild, and it, and the, but eventually everything just goes back, and you're and you're fine again. Well, you know, uh, a lot of therapy, a lot of oh, working through it. I mean, I went through some <laughs> real low, 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 low times. Yeah. But again, I, I have children. I've I've been a hustler since I was ten. I kind of grew up on the streets, Lower East Side. I saw you, Bessemer, so on and so forth. I'm from I'm a Slavic village kid from the mid eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I uh I grew up in a rough neighborhood, you know, had to grow up tough and so I have a good reflex of when I get knocked down, I guess I'm just pretty good at getting back up a bench. Well good. Yeah. Good because yeah. because we're glad you're still here. Yeah. And everything worked out. Uh, and oh, the yeah, pool dude. on the hill is the ultimate uh So talk about that a little bit. So let's let's just talk about your your the process through this whole thing that you that you now you come to this mm-hmm. point now, um, the anchored was version one. That was me still completely lost and just not even understanding what the and, hell's going and, on. And you've kind of moved past that now. This is right. this is you've opened we up. We went this on time. and tried to make more music, but again, I'm an honest ar- artist. The rage was gone. The ra- you know I'm you know yeah. you can almost consider it like healing is like alcoholism. Like when you go through the steps of recovery, yeah. you go through the anger, you go through the sadness. Sure. You go through the, you oh know? yeah, I understand totally. No, yeah, I get it. So you reach first... to a point where you finally get to like right. Your, your so once you've reached peace, you know how do I go back and talk about choking people or you know wanting to do you know so on and so forth? So that's when I realized. <laughs> That's when I realized that, you know, well, let's go back this direction. And that's when I got with Chris. The first album of The Fool on the Hill is my recovery. You can hear within the lyrics, it's me starting to figure shit out. You know, I've been down before. I always get back up. Why wouldn't it happen again? Yeah. You know. That's the whole message of this whole album, basically. Well, no, the the first Fool on the Hill album was the recovery and just the getting back up. Oh, I see. I see. This is the celebration afterwards, you know, basically. So this is more of an upbeat feeling type attitude. This is me being back to. I got you. With nothing, you know, no grudge on my shoulder, no. This has more of a feel good type of a feel. This is. so, So basically what you're telling me, I guess. Is that through your last, they angered the first fool on a hill, and now this through these things. This is almost like your biography. This Absolutely. is like this is like reading your diary, their diary a little bit. I do bit. it very much on purpose. Yeah. 
I, okay, but I mean, like, it's it's that's pretty neat that you've been able to do this because mm-hmm. this is over a long period of time, mm-hmm. and you've maintained this and, mm-hmm. and 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 kept the story straight, and it's and you're, and you're actually you're actually like documenting your progress mm-hmm. through these songs. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. That's what keeps Chris interested. <laughs> it's pretty neat. It's remarkable, he, really. He hears all the lyrics, and he hears, you know, he was there for the darker ones where I'm talking about, you know, I just don't even know if I can get up tomorrow and deal with this, and, you know, yeah. it's all dark. And now he hears what we're doing right now to where it's all, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> fun was the word fun. that kept coming up when, when we were moving on to this new sound. He kept yeah. saying, I want to do something Fun. Right. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm done you with know, being I'm, angry. Yeah, you, you, you know. wanted to move from the drama right. and and just make something that was just yeah. a great time to listen to. And that put a smile right. on my face right away. Right. Not only because it's, you know, fun to make as well, but also because, like, your perseverance is super admirable. I remember, too, when um, – I, I can't quite remember what it was, but y- you had, like, surgery on your mouth or it was something like that with your teeth. Yeah. It, it was really messing with you for a couple of months in the booth. Yeah. I imagine super frustrating. I saw you get frustrated. In the middle of the album, um, uh, because of the brain tumor, I had seizures. Because of the seizures, I'm on seizure medicine. Um, the first one made me, you know, blah, blah, blah. The second one gave me the tremors. The third one down. You know what I mean? It's almost like the quality of the drug. that. So I'm on the one that gave me, what's the thing where your bones become brittle? Osteoporosis. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I didn't know where my teeth started getting loose, like quickly. You know, like not just, you know, like a little, this like, hey, that's like... a little weird. Like, <laughs> so right in the middle of the album, I had to have all my teeth pulled. We stopped for a little while and uh, we went back to work. I kept writing and uh, we went back to work. It's just getting knocked down and getting back up. I, I mean, keep getting up. That's I don't crazy, stay dude. down. I don't stay down. <laughs> I saw that I get you down. down. Like, I was there for all well, of those sessions. He was there for and... it, so he saw me, you know, like, I went in the booth a couple times and just, you know, like, I had to give the kill sign, you know, like, no, Chris, this is Yeah, wrap the session early sometimes. And that's, you know? to me, you know, like, me being in a session is like, you know, a kid in a candy store. Yeah, I want to be there no yeah. matter what. Right. So to want to shut it down, you know, again, I'm going to keep doing this no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. No matter who's listening. No matter, you know, so on and so forth. At this point, I'm talking to my great-grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, They're going to know who I do, was. So, so through the re- during the recovery of all this, right mm-hmm. after the recovery of all this, did music play a part? At that point, in not not so much creating it, but I'm talking about just like listening to music and stuff. Were you were you was that a part of your recovery at all, or had music, you removed? I'm as attached to music as anyone you can talk to. I don't watch TV. I have a TV. I don't watch it. Music's um, always on though. The music, it's it's always music. And what are you listening to like today? Like what what would you what would you be listening to right now if you weren't here at the if you were at home? What would you be probably playing? Uh, man, my, my playlists are just insane. I was going to at least mention, you know how we talked about, you know, I bring him things that encourage, you know, the sound or whatever. Yeah. The band That Handsome Devil, uh, the band The OCs, their, their last album. Um, literally, I brought him the album like I kind of want to sound a little bit like this. You know, obviously, we're not into copying. It's just the feel. Yeah, we I always, got you totally. Oh, yeah. You know, we're not copying anything. It's just that gritty 
feel, yeah. you know. So let's kind of take this like surferish rock type feel and add it to this punkish type rhythm, and and it has to sound good with your voice, and it ha- and there's other yeah. things to consider, but yeah. you, but you're just getting the influence. Right. You're trying to grab right. an influence from right. this. I get it. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually a cool way to doing it, especially if you got people who are also creative and you trust right. in their creativity. Right. You know, that's another important right. part of it that you believe that you know you can put this in their hands and it'll come out the way you would like to hear it. Up until Chris, I was the board operator. I'm the guy. You yeah. know, so yeah, 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 right. up until coming here, you know, I'm the guy that knows more than everyone else. And it wasn't until I came here, I even spent a couple sessions like, well, maybe I'll get back into it. You know, I'll sit around and I'll watch Chris for a while. Yeah. And, and I truly realized how far things had came since I had stopped. Oh, so as far as technical, technical and stuff, the, the ability people My have now to do anything. My album I put out in 1999 was made on Fruity Loops. Yeah. It had four tracks. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But, you know, the, but the thing, you know, the thing I think about something like uh, uh, something the size of a Pro Tools or what you guys use, like Logic or something like that over there. What do you, Logic and Reason. And we Reason. Got Pro Tools too. Right. It, when you start getting into some of these programs, it, you know, years into it, you're still finding more and more stuff that oh, no doubt. in these programs right. that, that you can create more. And there's so much stuff yeah, they're, and they're updating them all the time yeah, yeah. right so you know like the it, it's incredible it is it's incredible i felt like there there's a whole album we're not talking about um, okay i'll tell you what let's talk about it when we come back absolutely the album that quick, no one will ever hear we're gonna what's that the, the, i have no an one, album that no one will ever hear all right when we come back it's the album no one will ever hear yeah. in a couple more minutes right here yep. See you guys. you're listening to level up cleveland What's going on, Level Up listeners? Signal Flow Studios is a Cleveland recording studio founded in 2013, located in the steel yard just down the hall from Brian and Pat at Level Up Cleveland. At Signal Flow, we pride ourselves in offering top quality audio and a great recording experience to artists here in town and from across the country. But what makes us unique at Signal Flow is our undivided attention to the people who keep us going. That's you, the artists. So come on in and let us make your music our top priority. You can book online at www.signalflowstudio.com or give us a call at 216-920-2075. We'll see you soon. And we're back. John Spalick, Chris Nicola. We're about to find out about the album that no one's going to ever get to hear. <laughs> that was what we were, that's what we left on. Okay, so the anger are done. I'm going to go back and make a rap album. Okay. Yeah. I start making a rap album and I include some of the people that uh, I was in a rap group from the time that uh, I was 18 till recent, uh, at least, you know, not always active, but four or five albums, you know, a a lot of time, a lot of whatever. I brought those people in. I'm not going to get into, you know, a a whole bunch of name calling or whatever, but basically, um, you know, bands over time always, you know, can grow apart and other things like that. Sure, or, sure. you know, the way that guy does that eventually. I always joke that, you know, I watch the documentaries of people that, you know, like, why couldn't that band stay together and go make those millions of dollars? We weren't making any money, but we couldn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> we knew we were talented. We knew that we were better together. I don't want to be near those people. But um, anyway, so the sessions started turning out bad. I started to hear things that I didn't like from other people about those people and what they were saying about me behind closed doors. I felt like I was being used, I guess is the best way to put it. 
Um, I had an explosive conversation with one of the people. Um, and by the end of it, it just, you know, that's it. I'll never, I'm a very easygoing guy. And so, uh, it takes a lot to truly get me there. But once I've decided, you know, whatever, then you get the horns. Yeah. You know, and that was it. And that is it. Um, they, you know, the, the anger I have towards them, if you listen to my music, they're all over it. <laughs> uh, the first album, the one guy called me in the middle of the night. I got him banned from the studio. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not allowed, you know, to come back here. And they tried. They even tried to do it, like, incognito. And uh, <laughs> so I, again, let them know, like, you're not welcome. He left me a voicemail in the middle of the night when he was drunk. Don't ever leave a rapper here. Let me tell everybody. Don't ever leave a rapper a drunken, rambling, crying voicemail in the middle of the night because it ended up on the album. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. He called Chris a punk, you know, you and all your friends, and you're, you know, you're nothing, and, you know, I'm going to smash you. And so I added it to the album. Wow. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> The first, the first, the first Fool on the Hill album, I programmed most of the beats and and was as hands on as I'm ever again going to be because I felt like they, uh, the best way to explain my position in that band would be George Harrison and the Beatles. Oh, you do you want, do you know that dynamic? Yeah, right, and, right, 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 right. You know, there was John, there's Paul, but here's this other guy that, you know, like writes better music and so on and so forth. And you yeah. know, and uh I could never catch back up. They formed the band, they, 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 and I was always the third wheel, and uh I just got tired of that. That was it. That was it. A lot of drama going on with all that, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. They tried to call Jake and schedule without like giving their last name and, you know, get back in the studio. If I bring you here and then we have a falling out, you have to go. <laughs> I like it. No, it's true, though. That is the way it works. Uh, understand, this isn't just a childish. You couldn't make me as mad as I am at a couple of these people because this is 20-year-long French. You know what I mean? This is that you truly betrayed me after 30 years of friendship type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That deep-seated, you know, no, there's there's no coming back from that. (laughs) Yeah. So So that's the story of the hidden album. We made an entire album, and at the end, they got cocky and thought, like, well, what, are you not going to release it? And you're like, no. And I, I told them, bury it. Yeah. I warned them that if they released it, there would be consequences, and they never did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you could go back in the studio like Kiss and no. just have someone else replay everything. No, it, it was that st- that band had a style. I got that, you. that band I got you. had a feel, a groove, and, you know. I mean, just to get the album out. I want no, to, now you got me no. interested. I want to hear the fucking album. No, it was. Can it, I, can was, I, was it all right? It was pretty good. It's pretty tough. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could probably hear it in this room one day, you know? Very soundproof walls. It's, it's in one of the computers. I honestly, I'm not exaggerating. I don't have a copy of not any of the songs that run. No, that's cool. Album. It's a good story, though. Yeah. It's a good story. I mean, it's a story, and, and it, it probably has something to do with, you know, part of your process of getting through the angry 
part of your your yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Because that was right after the angered yeah. and yeah. And and the angered thing kind of was kind of always kind of a crazy thing. Uh, obviously. Yeah, that was always kind of crazy too. I mean, I, it was just crazy again, all over the place. Everyone that I handed it to, if you've listened to my career up to that point, there is nothing that John ever did that said at some point he's going to do something like that. You know. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's like you go all in with this stuff. It's like Absolutely. it's like yeah, that's what you're right. like 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 you're right. feeling angry. It's like I got to find angry people to make angry music right. and every, and then right. And eventually, of course, that's going to, you know, run its course. And then you go, then you feel something new. Right. So, so. I could never be, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but I could never be in a band that is in that, like, we have to keep making this kind of song because that's what our bands want. And yeah, no, you know. So, so when you're, now you're coming in here, now you're coming in here with the new stuff mm-hmm. and, and you want it to be more joyous and more happy oh, and more fun. Big. Fun is the word Chris big. said. And, and. So you're finding that just like in the anger, you had you decided to use a heavy model type mm-hmm. of a well, you know, hardcore heavy model type thing to mm-hmm. to to. But so, what would you call what you're doing to to? Um, I, I can I can kind of identify the music that was the angered. How would you identify the music that's four on the hill, especially the newest version? The of newest it? release is even different from the first release. The first right. Fool on the Hill album was mostly it was exactly just about like half rap and half still kind of aggressive. Right, right, so right, right. This current album is. Uh, I can uh, to be. I have to be honest. Uh, the band that had some devil. If you were to go listen to their album and, you know, if you knew the lead singer and whatever, um, he's one of my inspirations. He's even older than I am and uh, he's still going, he's still, you know, and still pushing. So he's one of the people that I still look to, you know, again, at my age, there aren't many people still trying to break through the door and so on and so forth. And he actually did a song with me. So anytime you can get your idol and I'm a, a, a true idol. I have his, you know, signed records on my wall and whatever else. I send him a thing, and he said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do a track with you." So, um, one of the songs on Spotify features the guy from That Handsome Devil. Okay, so that if so, if someone wanted like an idea of if what you it's knew of like, That Handsome Devil, yeah, yeah, you yeah. would go, "Oh, so you're kind of doing a little bit again." We try and stay as original as possible. I, yeah, I might even jump in too. Like, there's sort of a common thread tonally with um god forbid that handsome devil and tom waits yeah which really attracts me to the new stuff or attracted yeah. me when he first wanted to do this because yeah. tom waits is my favorite of all time oh really yeah oh, and yeah. so that there's a tom bit waits. of a theatrical quality a bit of a uh, an experimental quality too and i think that that sort of that handsome devil right. tom waits seedy gritty right and then circusy almost as much yeah, 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 mixed yeah, yeah, in yeah. with like post-punk right. surf rock right Oh, and that's yeah. kind of where and the instruments where land is just was it's adding bopping. the punk and the faster. Oh, and, no shit. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is a fusion of, oh, of, of unlike, unlikely things to fuse. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> he, he handpicked all of them. He, he traveled far and wide, found different trees we and picked vineyards and picked his instrument. own ingredients, <laughs> tossed them all in and told us to start mixing it together. We, Fucking cool. It was great. I mean, uh, we he he mentioned one time, he's like, I hear an organ almost. I'm like, organ in a punk song? But then he did it. And now, after as soon as he did it, he's like, okay, well, now Full on the Hill has an organ. Yeah, right, right, right. 
That's it. Now the organ has to go on all the songs. Yeah, right. <laughs> For the last album, you know, I'm very much about a feel of an album. You'll notice that my albums aren't very long. If I feel I start to lose the feel, if anything start, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, this, time, it's, it's over. Right, it's that's time to it. cut it Don't off. force anything. There's smart. no need to. Yeah, There's it's no smart. There's no need to. Yeah, because you could make another album. Make another album. Yeah, and you have no right. problem doing that. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny because there's a lot of people that have a hard time making one. You know, I, I got to be I honest really with you. Criticize... I, you. You do what you do. It's nice that you yeah. are one of them guys that are able to actually yeah. complete projects, you know. It's kind of funny how I do know a decent amount of musicians that have been working on their debut album, like, since I've met them. Yeah, I mean, like, like it's, it's like perpetual. And right. It makes no sense sometimes, but... You see it a lot. Yeah. And, and you right. know what? I'm the exact opposite. You know, I've been recording before I had, you know, so on and so forth. I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, you used to do your own recording, mm -hmm. though, right? You recorded yourself. So, like, mm -hmm. that's what Chris was saying. When when he has you in there, it's like a peer, mm -hmm. you know, so you guys can almost work together, and that's how that's how I know, this... as an engineer, I know what to feed him, you know, if as an engineer, yeah. this is cool, you know, here. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. You'll like this. It takes us less than a minute to get cracking right. from scratch. I, we call it, I for a while. I was calling it clay. I hand him the yep. clay. He sculpts it. And yep. this is pretty common. Like you, you, you were describing the music. You could pretty much get that flow, and it continues all the way through the whole Every album. Every song. How many songs are on the album? The last one had six. The uh, the one before that, I think, only had like six or eight. I think it was six on both of them. Yeah, six of them on both. So, so the first one could have had another album. I couldn't get the rights for a sample that I'd used. I felt it was one of the best ones on the album, but I couldn't get the, the rights. Have you guys already started talking about the next Fool on a Hill? We're in upstairs. Is that what you guys have been doing? Yeah, we're you guys are already it. working on it today. I'm an artist that never. St uh, there's no in betweens, or uh, you know, basically, I have a Wednesday session, and as soon as one stops, the next. Song starts. You seem like you're in a pretty good place. I mean, like, I'm talking to you now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember the last time you were here. You looked better this time. Oh, yeah. You, you didn't look bad last time. No, no, no. But, but you look, oh, you just yeah. look different no. and you look better. Eye of the tiger. You're very happy. Yeah. You're vibrant. Yeah. You got you got yeah. a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. This is a man who's on the ball. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, you know, that's I really cool. I kind of had that, you know who the fuck I am moment. Yeah. I, I don't mean to be arrogant about that, but, you know, I, I was like a pitiful. Yeah resemblance of my old self yeah right i'm from the streets i'm someone who you know yeah, i've right. survived shit you just can't even imagine i've been shot at i've been you know right right serious shit and you're gonna let depression and you know well you know i i know but it's what they did I go used. into your brain well <laughs> you want to have some fuck with you have your brain shit. fuck with you i you know? imagine only imagine I don't what do you do when you can't trust the things that you think yeah wow that's what was happening. Stuff like that where... Aggression. I'm not an aggressive guy. Not at all. Not at all. I not can tell, an aggressive like right guy. Right now, you come in here, you're just, you're no. just super nice, energetic. Energetic. I'll yeah. give you that. I mean, that's yeah. good energy. Drummer energy I get from you sort of kind of <laughs> like actually... You know what drummer energy oh, is? Absolutely. You know, like the music. guys that play drums and they're always like... Argh. As soon as yeah. you start talking about music... Yeah, that really... And you really, you're, you really have been sticking with it and doing it for a long time mm -hmm. now. Different genres, different forms. You'll, you'll just kind of morph into however you feel. Mm -hmm. I find that to be very cool. 
And that's you know, why I get the musicians that like, I get because they know that the next one's not just going to be a copy of the last. Yeah, you're 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 like if Kid Rock did punk rock, <laughs> you're like that kind of thing, you know. Where Kid Rock goes into the country and all that kind of stuff. Right. But you take right. you take your style and you'll kind of like morph it to where play it around with it and yeah. different types of things, and but you still stay catchy. And you know what? Your your vocal delivery is still you. Yeah. Like that part is always John Spalick. Yeah. That is not, that yeah. doesn't change. Now it gets angrier yeah. and less angry and that kind of thing, but that's what keeps it the same. Mm-hmm. The music in the background just kind of fills in right. the mood right. and gives you the, the ability to do what you do. And these guys are pros. Like yeah, they know Chris, exactly, especially yeah. in the hip hop world. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, these guys are fucking. Which yeah. is setting the stage. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there's one of the processes of making that last album that I've just, I talk about all the time. I've been really excited to please just share it here it. on the show. Fool on a hill, higher like, elevations. It's really freaking good. It's phenomenal. Fool on the hill. You got to do artists on Spotify. Click on artists when you look that up. Yeah, because um, there's a Beatles song called Fool on a Hill. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but what we did, like setting the stage for him, when it came time to like mix in the reverb for his voice. Oh. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm playing with the different plugins, doing it in the box and all that. And I'm finding these different reverbs, but I had this idea like years ago, a couple years ago. And I, I was like, okay, this was probably like the time to actually do it. What we did is we bounced out all of his vocal takes throughout the entire record. Um, just as them, as themselves soloed out, isolated. So I, I had on my phone, just the vocal for each song. We plugged it into the big room back there. And blasted it over the PA. Into we a set up a, a pair of stereo <laughs> microphones and recorded it in the big room. So the reverb on that record is what it sounds like if you listen to his voice playing in a venue. Okay. It's not. It's not an effect. It's real we reverb. Made it. We yeah. made it ourselves. So wow. again, yeah. a, lo- a lot of what the guys like is that you know I'm not just coming in and we're gonna do this. I'm the guy that hey John, I got an idea. I'm like really. What yeah, right. We yeah. Can, you know, they can bounce stuff off right. of you, and they're you like, know, hey, to where, let's ask John. He'll, <laughs> yeah. Like, like know, the it, life a, commercial. A lot of people want to sound, or, you know, I want to do this, that, you know, I'm very much, I want to go off and be on my own. Yeah, yeah. You, you make it fun to have a recording studio. Thank you. That's what you do. Yeah. Wow, man. Now there's One of the greatest compliments he gave to me was when I congratulated him on his award, he said, well, you're one of the ones that made it possible because you're one of the ones that truly pushed me. So... There you go. I took that as a great compliment. There, what what and in 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 your mind, like what what makes Chris as good as he is? Like people obviously love to work with this guy. I sent I, I sent Chris him to go into the close your eyes and just play mode. And not everybody has that. Not everybody has that. Yeah. You look at a lot of musicians, they're they're trying really hard. You know, uh, not everyone, but they're they're paying attention, they're concentrating. Yeah. Chris is at his absolute best when I'm like, dude, close your eyes. Yeah. You know? And all of a sudden he's... And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome when you got I, that. I have a clip that I'll send you. Of, we were in a session just a couple hours ago. It wasn't... He had never done that before. It wasn't, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I practiced this a couple no, times. No, just so, it's all improv type stuff. Right, yeah. and the stuff that we lay down is sometimes beautiful. Um, the last session we have, the only mission of the session, we already had the beat. We had everything about it. The only thing we want to do is figure out a way to make the bass sound like us engineers would go, how did they do that? Right. We it's had it cool. Engineers. Like, oh, okay, they added a little bit of distortion you know? to it, whatever. That's cool. Right. But we wanted, like, 
whoa, okay, what is that? How did they do? Yeah, that? right. right. That was it. Yeah, that was that was a fun session. So, this, session. so you guys are doing just... some experimenting along the way too throughout this, oh, this whole thing. That's, totally. Maybe a little well, more that, fun. That's why I said that to him. As far as you know, pushing me to be a better producer. I mean, it's. I, I get to bring my skill set to the table and I get to work hard on these sessions, but you know, I also, there are also more doors that are unlocked and I, yeah. because he, he unlocks them. He's got the key and he said, Hey, this one's unlocked. If you want to walk through that one, go ahead. If you want to walk through the that genius. one, go ahead. But I can definitely tell a couple times where my influences come out in other ways than just working with us. Yeah. Playing the recording studio is something that, that I've picked up from a, Working with you, yeah, it's awesome. What do you mean now? Play, you, what do you mean now? You picked up playing in this in the studio. Well, I, I feel like the recording studio can be an instrument. I, I, I'm a big believer in the Beatles. People forget yeah. that the studio, and I'm is not even that hip to the Beatles. I'm he's not even, not a big even a biggest guy. fan. The studio is an instrument. You know, if you write your songs and then just go take those songs and record them. You could have done that anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let the studio, you know, let that te- te- nah, technology, let the, you use know, it. everything about it, use it. Yeah. Don't lock anything in until you hear what it's going to sound like yeah. through the computer, through the, you know, yeah. everything is in motion until final takes. And, you know, um, we're very quick to just go, yeah, no, take that off and let's start over. You know. Yeah, right, right, right. Hey, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's yeah. it, see, a lot of people don't have that patience, exactly, and they don't have the resources yeah. or whatever they yeah. feel. But when you have that ability to do that right there, that that's how you make really, yeah, really that's good songs. You, make interesting you have stuff. to understand that nothing is a waste of time. That <laughs> everything when you're making music goes into some type of butterfly effect, even if it's only practice. That is true. Just I mean, that's as your simple point. as practice. And it could just it could have just planted an idea that took somewhere else in your brain. You don't right. even you don't even know how how this stuff works. Right. right. That, that it's the most mysterious thing how ideas are born and all that mm-hmm. kind of crazy stuff. But you you know you never know. You yeah, never no. know. Nothing is wasted. That's a really good point. Even just the power that comes from deleting it. I yeah. mean, just the confidence of, you know yeah. what? I didn't like that, so I'm going to yeah, commit gonna, let's to eliminating over. it. That's the yeah. power that I have as a musician, as a producer. Yeah. Stand up a little bit straighter after that. Let me I, make yeah. something I like, because now I know what I don't. Right. I know that's, what I don't. That's a good That's A, really a good lot of people, point. if you put a lot of energy into it, it's hard to accept, like, yeah, you know what? I mean, it, yeah, I put a lot of energy, but... Well, yeah, and and I think like what you were what you're hitting on is like there's going to be a person who doesn't have certain confidences or whatever who just keeps everything, never deletes anything, no, right. not knowing when yeah. something right. is ready to be. Like, right. Don't need this. Mm-hmm. This is never. When it doesn't this fit is, what you're doing right, right then and there. The, I, the fact that you knew to do that puts you on another plane of where, where you're at in this whole entire process. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, it really does. I mean. It gives you the confidence, like you said. Everything gives because I don't believe anything is more important than confidence in anything. Absolutely, I feel the same way. Yeah, I, there's I nothing agree like more. there's nothing, nothing. Because I've had ultimate confidence. I was the guy back in the day. I was the leader. I, you know, and then to go all the way down to the guy that couldn't leave the house and had panic attacks, and you know, again, confidence is 
until you don't have it or until you've lost it, yeah. you don't realize how important it is to be able to walk into the room and say, I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers here. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you and, know? And, and I think a lot of the confidence, though, especially in music, it's it's just, you know, it's the, in the beginning, it's getting past the, the, the nerves and all the stuff of walking yeah. up to that microphone wow. and just letting it all hang out, putting your emotions out there for people mm-hmm. and that whole thing. But then, you know, then when you start writing music and you start creating things that are coming out of you and you're like putting on a recording and now it's crystal clear and perfect and everyone can hear everything. And it's like, uh, and now you, you got to lay that out. There's a lot of times where people never make it to those points just because Mm -hmm. they never, they never mustered up the confidence to do it. We don't have a lot of people who probably could create some really killer shit because they just never had the confidence to get to that point. I posted it a while back. It's man game when you can talk about things that you don't even like admitting to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody can get in front of a microphone and talk about things they don't have or about girls or about money or, you yeah, know, yeah. And I'm not, you know, not all music is based off that, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it is man's game when you can stand up there and talk about things that you barely personal to you. Right. You know, that you barely like talking about yourself, yeah. you know, but now here I am on a stage giving it to everybody. And and what's neat is like when you're an artist, especially of your caliber where you can take words and you can kind of like, you're telling your story, but it doesn't have to be. And then I walked down the street yeah. and then I laid, you're telling it in a way where you're being poetic and yeah. you're being Thank creative you. and in and, and, and a way where it's not going to be straight mm-hmm. exactly to the point and in your face, but you are telling it in a poetic way that, that, you know, with, through allegory and through different Metaphors. ways metaphor i'm a big fan of metaphors yeah. it's, and, not, it's not data you don't right you, you exactly. don't you don't absorb it yeah. you interpret it it's up to your own interpretation yeah. and, and and that makes you know that's that i think that's the real intense fun out yeah. of doing this when you I take agree. your stories of your life right. and then you you create right. a, a a listenable song mm-hmm. too right that's the other mm-hmm. thing because we could always talk you know we never yeah. talk about that part like we always talk about all the other stuff with all the bands that come in here and stuff mm-hmm. but you know it's always got to be listenable. Yeah. Like yeah. There's, it, there's a palatability right. that has to happen with right. all these, Absolutely. all this music. Right. Cause you can't make music not palatable. Right. Yeah. A song can suck. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, that is so sometimes true. Sometimes songs suck. Yeah. They get a little and, repetitive sometimes. And I think, you know, and, and, and in your, for what you've done and what you've been recognized for, I think that's what you do. I think you can take songs that maybe not necessarily suck, but eh, and, 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 create something much bigger out of them. Maybe not from what you've done with him, but I know for a fact you've done it with other people. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, you, you, I mean, which is the job of a producer in a way. I mean, that is the job, mm-hmm. but some are just much better at it than others. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've had number of people in here. I mean, I've had people in here that have straight up told me they can't work with other people. They can't work with other people. I'm like, well, there's this dude. And then I hear later, they're like, Oh my God. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks. That, that that does happen often, and we get story after story after story just like that. People just, they not necessarily fall in love with you, but they fall in love with working with you for sure, man. And, you know, like... I don't know what you do. I haven't. I've never recorded with you, man. But I, but you're you doing something amazing. You guys are free for one of our sessions. Yeah, I, I would. I think I would. I think yeah. I will do that Wednesday, one time. Yeah. I'll take you up we're, on we're that. We're together man. every Wednesday. I took a couple videos that I'll give you. They're just of him, you know, playing to what we were making. But again, he was creating it right there on the spot, and most of it's gonna be in the song. Yeah. 
it when we started the session, there was no song, and by the end of the session, we're like, wow, song, song. I do want to say too, really quickly though, like I I I know that I can bring like a lot to a a song production wise and everything, but I have been always throughout like my life as a musician a firm believer that like you cannot have a good song if you don't have a good idea for a song. Right. The, the ones that are my my best ones that I've been a part of, they're good songs. Yeah, right. They start off as a good song no matter yeah, what. The yeah. ideas so, are there. Right. I, I got to clear the air about yeah. that. Like, you can't, no, you you can't, can't polish yeah, a turd. I, Everyone I, knows that. You know? turd. Everyone knows that. <laughs> right. I understand that. Yeah. I get that what I'm saying. And that's, that's why I said, when they're like, bad, they're like veering on a great song or not a great song, you can elevate it to that level. That, that's but why I encourage you don't have people to good... let me get creative with it. You yeah, know, right, it's like, right. like, can you be open? Right. If I tell you the second verse is too long, right. are you going to be like, okay, cool. Right. I trust you. Are you going to be like, no, it's my song. Yeah. Sometimes people, it, it goes both ways. It's 50, right. 50. Easy, easy to record those people because you just, what? Okay. Yeah. I made it. It's true. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I made it clear with Chris early on that we need to have like, you're a counselor. Like there is nothing you can't say to me. There's nothing that, you know, yeah. John, that verse just doesn't go, you know, yeah. we need to you be love able to collaborate. When process. I leave here, don't just say that was great. And you know, yeah, <laughs> We're not, he's we're not going to hurt each other's person, feelings. But we've made sure, you know, when I'm in the booth, I'm asking his advice as much as, you know, what do you think, Chris? Did you think yeah, I it's necessary. And, mm-hmm. It's necessary. Yeah, because we've grown together now, you know, second yeah, album together. If you're going to create art with somebody else, then you definitely, definitely have to have very thick skin. You yes. have to be honest. To be good. And you to, have to for, be honest. For it to come out in right. the end, yeah, and, and you, you have to be able to handle... Not just the honesty part on the offensive right. part, but the defensive part right. when the stuff is coming at you. Right. You got to have thick enough skin to where nothing about really right. bothers you, right? Because right. because I need to some, know it sucks first. And sometimes people <laughs> in an emotional state when they're trying to explain themselves to you and it comes off wrong, and you've just been you know or something yeah. like that could happen. Yeah, you can't take anything to heart. Oh. This person oh. loves you. You love yes. this person. You guys work yes. together. Everything's yes. always a okay. You're working. Yeah, it's an it's, emotional time. You things know do get cro- wires yeah. do get crossed sometimes, but like you really have to like take that step back and remember, like we all have the same goal. We all want to be proud of this. Yeah, that's right. that is the end of it. You know, like that's what we want, and that is the end of it because we're out of time. All right, yeah, I think that went really good. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, John. I'm no, proud. Thank you, man. Proud of you, Chris. Man. It's been a pleasure, man. Bull on a hill, higher elevations, the album. And and that's already out on all the platforms yeah. and everything. Yeah. And the soul is the first one. Yeah. And the anger did now is that out there on the platforms? It's on all the platforms. It just you know that the band isn't there anymore and so, so on. But the music's still there. I'm still very proud of it. All right. Real quick, how much time I got? A couple minutes. I got like two minutes. Okay, real quick. Are you going to be playing out ever? Are you? Are you are, what about going live with any of this stuff? Yeah. Not nothing planned for yeah. it yet. No. Will no. you ever? I don't know. Are you just really in love with the studio yeah. thing and that kind uh, of thing? Studio wrapped. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm Steely Dan. I... <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Steely Daniel. All right. That's it. Full on a hill. Check it out. Thank you. Thank Spotify you, thank you. and all the platforms and thank everything. You, Cleveland Level Up. Christopher Award winning. Christopher Level Up Prestigious Cleveland Award winning Level Up Cleveland. Thanks for having me. Awesome. It. Thanks for coming on, guys. All right. Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. 
You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.